joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by the lovely Sema Rodriguez. She is a loan originator at First Options. All right, Sema, number one, thank you so much for joining us today. And I would like to kick us off with none of us come into the mortgage industry deliberately. We, none of us are going to school for it or, or have those dreams as a child of being a mortgage originator. But we arrive here and we stay here because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So Sema, please tell us, what is your why? Hi, Laura. Thank you, first of all, so, 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 so much for having me. It is a huge honor to talk to you today. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so how do we stay here? It is true that uh, probably most kids do not dream about being a mortgage loan originator the way they maybe dream about being a firefighter or a police officer. Um, we were just saying it's a very high-paced work environment. <clears throat> However, um, I would have to kick off my answer of this question immediately with something that is actually tied to my childhood. Uh, my why or the reason why I wanted to learn, first of all, things like amortization, things like how to pay off faster your principal, like how do I own more of my house in a short time? roots from um, everything that my dad has taught me. So mm. it had been a big goal of my parents, who, by the way, became parents relatively young compared to like what is normal now. Um, <clears throat> their biggest desire was to own a house, right? So I learned firsthand from my father, like, you know, the advantages of good credit, good um, saving skills, working towards something, gaining equity in your home, even taking out equity to um, improve your home, anything like that. So the home, 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 like owning a house, being able to have a piece of land, being able to have your name on title is like a huge thing to me, still is to this day never ceases to amaze me until this day. Um, we do loans for a lot of people, right? Um, in many, many different life circumstances. It's always a win when somebody who, uh, whose parents even never owned a home, yeah. Yeah. Who never thought that they could, right? Um, we all have the desire in us and I think this hasn't changed much in the last uh, millennia, maybe. Everybody has a desire to own a piece of land, a lot, yeah. subdivision, something like that, okay? So <clears throat> going with these people through the process while managing, you know, borrower expectations, while educating people, trying to bring everybody to par when it comes to like, what does it actually take, okay? Like we take everyday tens of calls <clears throat> with people asking what is the criteria for me to to even qualify for this okay so bringing them up to par explaining to them with the system that we live in what they would have to bring what they would have to do um and then actually seeing them at the closing table seeing their kids i know a lot of loan officers always say that but kids do they will do something special to you they will definitely make sure that you know you know um 
so that would be my number one why. So it's of course the people. If you're a people person, um, if you care about the communities that you create, if you create, a, if you care about the area you live in and how you impact that with bringing homeowners there, with with um, helping to form these communities, that's a big why. <clears throat> and I would definitely say also. Um, the other one <laughs> is the myth of being in the mortgage business and uh, making your own hours. <laughs> <laughs> you I hear that a lot, but I haven't really seen too much of that. <laughs> yeah, you do make your own hours and the new, and your hours are 24-7. Welcome. <laughs> um, no, but <clears throat> you can build if you stay at it, right? If you, if you go with it, if you stay down with it after the first year or two, I think that's always, I was lucky because I started like two years before the pandemic. Oh, that's great. So yeah. So, um, our mortgage elders, mm -hmm. <laughs> shout out to them, everybody at 2020, all our coaches, <laughs> um, everybody with like the 20, 30 year plus in the industry, they always say, <clears throat> and this is, I think, why it's so important to listen to the elders too, which, like I said, Laura, that's you. Thank you so much. Like, it's a huge honor to be here with you and talk with you about this um, and share the story. But I think I heard you say that too. Um, people always say it changes. Yeah. It changes because, I mean, 20 years, you know, yeah. I'm in my 30s. You know, mm -hmm. that's half of my life. And, and, and that's a really good point, Sema. You know, I mean, you're right. Every day we have the honor of turning people into homeowners or changing their life situation, right? Whether it's renovating their home or whether it's sending their kids to college or that addition. I mean, I know it's actually funny. This time of the year, I was thinking about something in my own personal situation where around right about now, I added on to my home. It was it was 19 years ago. My mm -hmm. parents came to me and said, "We've never owned a home. We have not enough money to retire in the state of New Jersey. Can we add on to your home so that we can have a place to live the rest of our lives?" 19 years ago. Okay? <clears throat> and I think about that that there's a, you know, husband and wife, four kids, raised a family, hardworking, everything else, but never owned their own home. Yeah. Yeah. And then they couldn't retire, right? Because they couldn't afford to rent in New Jersey. Okay. By making people homeowners and changing lives. I remember taking out my second mortgage to add that addition on that, that my parents all those years ago. Those are the stories that are happening every day every that day. people in the mortgage industry are changing lives. And it is the person in the mortgage industry that is the one who brings your information level up to par. Is That's what I was saying is like, you just need somebody to explain it to you because yeah. sometimes people do go 20 years without owning a home because nobody actually generally took out the time to explain it to them. Yeah. As simple as it sounds, but I mean, there are different barriers too, right? There are so many different people in real estate for the reason that there are so many different people out there that are in that market. When you fish in that pool of home buyers, you naturally attract the people that, you know, that you're, you get what you're willing to give out. If sure. you're willing to give out that information and like, 
most simple example is like go fix your credit right go make three consecutive payments on the taxes that you owe you know that's a three-month uh, outline some yeah. people you work with six months some people you work with a tw uh, 12 months two years i know people that didn't close until they had their first contact with their loan officer like two years ago okay so really what we do is like just check in with people just make sure that we you know bring that information out there and give them that hope right hope is like this whole big thing that we all live on that is like totally underestimated if you look at it <clears throat> on the other side on like the career side of things is like okay so best example me just like millions of other women in this country i'm a single mom okay so it's just me and my daughter so that's why i was saying there's some flexibility well at the end of the day, your kids are watching your every step. My daughter is six. I guarantee you she absorbs more of my behavior, the way I carry myself, the way I talk on the phone to these people, explain them things and everything than I could possibly imagine. Like all kids have toys. My daughter has a corner in her room where she plays like whatever real estate. Okay. <laughs> Acting like she has a laptop, she built this little laptop, folded a piece of paper, put this. <laughs> I <on>. love it. <laughs> when I work in the kitchen or in the living room. Um, she'll go and sit on my laptop as soon as I get up because she likes to like move around the mouse or anything. So, I think that's the other very big why. And um, one thing the mortgage industry does for me that I have not previously experienced to my parents is like it brings work really closely to home okay oh because yeah you are on the phone with these borrowers you're over here telling them you're over here discussing their divorce and their child support yeah. and their back owed taxes i mean anything that could come up you know bankruptcies anything anything so also with the pandemic and everything so during the pandemic my wife changed a little bit laura so i had that for once also um I haven't been in the industry 10 plus years, 20 plus years, so it's different. But like when the pandemic hit, we all know nothing became more important than home. And the yep. country flipped upside down one time all the way because now a lot of people realized I was not included. I've been always one of those people, but like your house is your everything. When everything shuts down, this is the only place you got this to stay. Home base is safe, right? Exactly. So this is like really what it where it's at. I was very blessed to grow up in a family where home and house has always been like one word, right? Like it is huge. Like you invest in your home, you make sure like that's one thing you work towards. And you know, we say buy a house, buy another one buy another right. one, buy another one, you know, that's like where it goes, you know, like it is the one thing that you want to achieve. And it is and always going to be um, the number one wealth driver in the United States anyway. So that's anyways a given. But during the pandemic, you again, realize. So what did we get to realize? We realized, um, which I'm pretty sure that has been already in big effect before is like, there's a shortage of inventory. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of people that now have to work from home. So besides the stress of everybody having to up their internet speed, so everybody can be at home, work, make money, go to school, graduate, yeah. and I don't know what not all, like self-development. Um, the other thing is definitely just having that space. But with the shortage of inventory, now the loan officer gets this whole new role of like, uh, let me team up with your realtor and let me try to win these offers for you. Yeah. Okay? why was like really like um <clears throat> people that 
been getting their rent raised, you know, and yeah. uh, you tell them about, okay, this is how much you can afford for a mortgage. And they're like, well, I've been paying double of that since six months because they keep raising my rent. Okay. So there's so many external factors that yeah. come in here, right? Like landlords going crazy or taking advantage of the situation. People just feeling a lot of pressure, people being confronted with issues within their family and family and home are so so big things in our lives, yeah. right? It will influence you. So <clears throat> the why kind of changed there too. And when you're able to figure out like a strategy, how to really help these people, it makes you feel great. At the same time, being able to role model for my little girl, you know, trying to teach her this entrepreneurial space that the mortgage industry really is, you know, yeah. that is something <clears throat> when my dad came home from work, he was home. You know, we don't have that. When my mom came no. home from work, she was home. So my daughter has this whole idea of running her own business at six years old, where I'm like, I, I, people in the, uh, some old, old, old school people in the mortgage industry wouldn't even give you that entrepreneurial space. They would like, especially when you worked at a depository before, yeah. right? So what mortgage does is like, once you go like with a, a mortgage company that that's truly all they do, you become this whole new person. Yeah. I'm this whole new person. That's, that's why we're here, right? That's why yeah. we're talking about this. That's um, how I got so blessed to win this woman with vision award. Yeah. You know, like that's I right. ended up there because I left the depository. I was like, there is more in mortgage than what you guys are trying to tell me here. I know it. I see it. <laughs> I know there are people out there. I know there are women out there. They're absolutely killing it. You know, again, yeah. shout, shout out to our, um, trainers at 2020 it's it's just everything that they told me is not there is there even bigger than i thought it is that's right so way bigger and it's only the beginning right it's only the beginning even. and it's such a blessing to be part of that um i think it is i mean i do want to say at this point laura we talked about this before women like you women like christine Y'all paved this way because I know there were not this many women in this industry before that. Okay. <laughs> and but the whole thing, some and it, it was our honor. It, it was our honor. We are and, very, 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 very thankful for you guys paving this way and, for us. And understand that we we appreciate that you appreciate, and that is the reason why we are so passionate about continuing to spotlight as many women as we can because we know that the more that we kind of push you guys along you will lift up and of course look behind you to pull others forward too because that's the ripple right that's and that's what everybody needs just like just like the families that we serve right the families that we serve we help them and then they become homeowners and then their children become Absolutely. homeowners right and there it becomes a normal within the family it's the same thing whether it's within our industry or whether it's the families we're serving it all starts with us continuing to change the world by helping others and we all know the whole reason why i started what's your why is because for my mortgage career we always heard this perception out into the world of all oh, those mortgage people they're just trying to charge this interest rate and they're going to charge you points and they're going to be very quick and take you no that's not what it is 
we are people that care. We are people that are here to help their families and make a difference. And that's why I did this because of all of you. I want everyone out there on the internet and out there in streaming world to see how great our industry is. And we should always continue to shine brightly within the world. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Sema, I want to hear your story. I know, I know everybody's got those million stories of those families that touch us, but my most favorite part is hearing the, give me a story. Give me one of those stories that's just special to you. <laughs> With borrowers that yes. have, okay, so definitely there are so many, definitely so many. Um, as somebody who has walked down that path before, like I said, different things happen to different people. I can say for myself, for example, um, <clears throat> I, when, when I got divorced and um, had to figure out how to survive here by myself in a foreign country after I followed a man here, <laughs> not just somebody, my daughter's dad, um, I saw it as a good challenge to own my own house. So until this day, I love helping people that are like able to purchase something in their own name. So I would, I remember this one lady, um, <clears throat> she was one of those people that um, let her husband deal with all of the finances. Mm -hmm. Some people do that knowingly, some people do that unknowingly, okay? <clears throat> she happened to be somebody who had put all her trust in him, right? And um, her credit was not up to par, nothing was up to par. So it took like a year to get her qualified mm. because basically the first thing she had to do was like tidy up all her mess, make sure she gets up again, make sure um, that she establishes lines of credit that she just establishes credit in general a savings account with it goes of course like you know spending habits budgeting and all yeah. those so when this woman and she had two kids when this woman was at the closing table i really thought you know like i made it like i i really i i i helped her make her a homeowner you know yeah. because i knew since we look at people's finances all day I knew that there is no way <clears throat> that she will have any sustainable uh, things left over from her income after paying rent, after paying all those expenses. We all know I have this one saying that everybody always thinks is so funny when I'm like, the bank tells you you can't afford an $800 mortgage. That's why you pay $1,400 in rent. Because we all know you can't rent necessarily safely, cleanly, and up to date for $800. No. But you can have a mortgage or for that amount or less, and at least it is staying in your pocket at least yep. it's doing something for you okay it's so it's building wealth right it's, it's building, building wealth, wealth. exactly mm -hmm. and at, least at the end she's going to have something that she can fall back on correct okay? plus she has these kids that she has to provide for yeah she's also like you know going through this process taking the right measures and her kids are actively watching her yeah that's what i'm saying like you don't have to like tell your kids mommy is working on her credit like kids know what you're doing you know yep. so they they, they, they get the whole uh, frequency of it. So that was like one of my biggest things. And, um, you know, in my conversations with her and everything I knew, you know, um, it clicked in her head. So I wouldn't wonder if she wouldn't like buy a second house and rent the one out right, right now in like a couple of years, you know, and I right. know she remember me because like that, sometimes people won't remember you after a transaction, especially if you 
um, managed to make it extra smooth. So they have no idea, no <laughs> idea what we go through, the loops, the hoops, the all, all those things, right? So that was like one big thing. And um, another, just another family that definitely stayed in my mind was, um, so people are super emotional about their houses, of right? Um, I had this gentleman, his wife passed away, so he oh. didn't really feel the house anymore right I, so he was the one uh, who was looking for something else and he was one of those like 800 credit score got 50 percent down on two months of bank statements it's like do you think i qualify like yes sir you do qualify <laughs> you know we have that too <laughs> but um, but, you, but they don't know that's the thing going back to the education that's they what i don't know yeah it doesn't matter you know like uh, people with $500,000 in the bank can question themselves if that's going to be enough. So, because everybody has a different perception, that's right? right? Exactly. So, um, it was in a neighborhood that, like I said, again, shortage of inventory. Okay. This right. is already during the pandemic. And, uh, it's a part of Arkansas where there's a very, very good, good school district. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was this family, they had four kids, God bless them, you know, a beautiful family and they couldn't believe that this house was even available. Right. That somebody would even move out there, okay? But like this gentleman, right? Specifically, you know, felt like he that. wanted a change. Exactly. Yeah. And he really it kind of left his heart full too that you know, his kids were grown. Oh. They were they were already parents by themselves. So the swap of houses, that's oh. what I'm like the communities we influence with what we're doing. We are at the end of the day connecting people. If yeah. I help you win an offer, if I help you get in the specific house, if I help you figure out, so, someone else might have said the property taxes there are too high. Mm -hmm. Someone else said I gladly paid it because I have yeah. attend that school district. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have like a whole different vision on these things than most people. Okay. Like it's, it goes so much deeper than just the house. Okay. Correct. So these four kids being able to move in that school district during this pandemic, you know, versus this other man going to somewhere that it was much yeah. more suitable for his living circumstances. Those are like two examples of, you know, many that I could like. But you're right. I mean, that's, that's life changing stories, right? I mean, like you said, and, and that is a beautiful story about the, the family with the four children, because you're right. This older gentleman, he, his kids went through that system, right? And he had so many happy memories, but it was time for him to it move on. Time. And now the next generation came in to enjoy that home right. and that community. Right. And right. that really does kind of visualize, right? What's happening every day. But going back to that, it is the listening and it is the getting to know our clients and understanding, right? What their needs are and how we can help them. and. It is personal. You mentioned emotional. It's emotional. Yes, your home and, and your family and your finances, that all is emotional. And I mean, I hate to say it, Sema, but I mean, that's why I do believe it's so important for women to be in this industry because we get that. We understand like how to nurture those relationships with those families to be able to make sure they're taken care of and guided 
through. I could not agree more because, you know, in my conversations with the realtor, so it ended up being all the same realtor because, you know, it was another girl, uh, another powerhouse, um, also somebody with like heightened sensitivity for the issue. So that's why anyways, I preferred to, to work with her. I was happy to work with her. And you see how then out of one deal becomes like two yeah. and then three. That's just how it happens. So that's almost like the law of attraction, right? Like you pour something good in. I like to say it's like whatever you pour in, you will get matched. Yeah. As much effort and then some. Forward. Exactly. <laughs> and then some, you know, thankfully that's like a big blessing. Um, but like with these families, <clears throat> it makes such a difference. It just makes such a difference to the point where um, because we try to figure out between the lines what these people really want, because many yeah. times people come and say, you know, they don't I, know. They don't even know. They don't they even know what they want don't. sometimes. So you're they, exactly right. They sometimes don't. And um, I tell my borrowers all the time, I'm like, you're going to know as much about this as I know. Right. Okay. Like I'm going to tell you everything I know, and then we're going to make a decision together. Okay. Yep. So it's basically that. And, um, it's, it's so many little factors that just make one big pe- happy picture and, uh, we need it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> deal with enough during the day. Okay. So, uh, but that, that's what gets us through all the, we kind of have to weed through, you know, some of the struggle getting there. <laughs> we won't tell you guys what we all did to make this happen, but um, if you found the perfect match, then we will do whatever it takes for you to get there. <laughs> exactly. All right. So you're what, four years into the industry? Four? Okay. So you're four years in. Take me into the future. Take me into now. You're the elder, Sema. All right. Now oh you're my God, that's a few years. <laughs> All right. You're now on the on that side. All right. I want to know what difference do you want to make in our industry? How would you, what would you want to leave behind to our industry? <clears throat> I have to honestly answer this question. <laughs> Um, an honest answer would be, uh, something that I envision or something that I would wish for is like a lot of boss ladies together. I really like that. I feel very good in the company of a bunch of badass women. Honestly, (laughs) I just have to say how it is because like, if you know, if you know the mortgage industry, um, I assume that when people listen, you know, on your channel, uh, to these interviews that they're somehow affiliated with our industry, they are, so they should know what it takes every day. Yeah. So this everyday thing can only be stemmed by people. And Laura, I'm a hundred percent with you when I say, you know, us women do make a difference because I've seen the difference. I agree. Um, I know for a fact, and I've worked for many men while they had amazing qualities that I admire, I learned from, you know, um, I respect deeply. I know that in our specific industry, I do believe that it takes good women and good leadership. I agree. Our industry is extremely fast paced and what most people would call highly, highly stressful. 
Mm -hmm. It's very stressful. So you showing up every single day and the way you show up, the way you handle all of these challenges, all of these things that you can control, all of these things that you can influence, all of these third parties that you have to rely on because no, you can't go out there and you know go and perform the appraisal or the inspection or any of these things. So my, I know for a fact, uh, and first off, Jamorgish is, is really good about this. This is just a good home for me. Um, it takes women with uber leadership qualities. And right. I do believe, again, it goes all back to matching. You know, I'm one of those annoying people. I'm in my 30s. When I see girls in their 20s, I automatically start telling them, look, this is what we did. This is how I did it. This is what you can do. This you is should. the possibility that you have. Mm -hmm. Some love it. Some are like, what is this girl? What is this some, lady? Some, some are not ready yet. That's some, the whole thing. Everybody's at a different pace. Correct. I do believe that there is some flexibility and there's great role model potential. There's yeah. great potential for your own legacy, especially if you live in like smaller yeah. cities. I know that through my job, my daughter is going to have different possibilities yeah. because her mom paved the way for her, right? So, and I would love, love, love to be a blessing to other women the way the woman before me had been a blessing to me. That's how I came to the mortgage industry. A sales manager at my former bank had seen me and she said, and she had brought in somebody that she had previously worked with. And okay. this lady met me at onboarding and she was like, you would be perfect in the mortgage business. I'm like, look oh. at that. And I was in the mortgage business uh, and I was in the United States already. Uh, anyways, at that point, maybe two years. Wow. So I was like, um, mortgages in America, <laughs> you know, like literally, right. I, was like, uh, I don't know, you know, we don't, we don't do it quite like this. No. <laughs> Anyhow, so I, I've, I am, I am the product of a woman having faith in me. Clearly, clearly two women, two women that saw me and they were like, oh my God, because they love to see something in me that they liked instead right. of looking down could be a possibility instead of being annoyed, instead of being intimidated, instead of anything. No, they reached out a hand to me and brought me into this industry. When I tell this to them, uh, this is by the way, Cindy and Darla, I hope they're watching it. <laughs> when Cindy and Darla did that to me. And when I tell them that today, they're like, well, you took your own role with it. And I was like, okay, but you wrote me. You, in. you, they opened the door. They did. Right. They you, it. yes, you had to decide to walk through, but they opened the door for you. hundred percent. And I know that since we spend all our lives at work, and since we spend all our times at work, I know that that is my mission too. you know, like get the next girl on board. That's okay. Right. And what happens is when women collaborate on that level, and I can say that out of own experience at my own office is like, your kid is sick, go that, and don't handle your business. And it so should be that way. Back, you mm -hmm. are going to be 20 times stronger. You're going to yes. be 20 times more happy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have an upset borrower. Let me talk to them. Right. Um, 
in, you know, as your, as your whatever, LOA process or whatever you need me to be. Just to have a different voice. Exactly. <laughs> because we have the emotional intelligence yes. to take people on their hand and walk them through this process Correct. that is usually like 30 days and everybody loses their mind right. on every and, and that's the thing, Sam, is that years ago, it, like when I came into the mortgage industry, everybody believed that loan officers had to be men because it was all about selling rates. It was all about selling a loan amount or selling points, right? It was always about how many points could you charge? That whole world is different. It's not anything to do with that anymore. That is like such a small teeny piece now. Now yeah. it is about education. It's yeah. about guiding. It's about me. It's about, you use the word emotional intelligence. It's about keeping that family calm, knowing what's going to happen next, letting them go through that scary, overwhelming process. Yeah. So we had it all wrong years ago. It yeah. should have never been about selling points or selling the interest rate or any of that. But to, for me, like I can honestly say, I've watched this change. I've watched this shift happen. And we've got a long way to go. We're nowhere near where we need to be. <laughs> we have a long way to go. But we've now recognized that the women, not only can they sell the raid and whatever, all that, but they can also handle the other component. The part about guiding and education and nurturing and emotional intelligence. And it's everything. So yes, I love hearing the stories, what you just said about opening the door, you know, Darla and Cindy, I think you said, um, <laughs> Darla and Cindy, when, when you tell, I love hearing that because we all, uh, my woman was Catherine Barber. So that was my woman. And I think I, I think I even told that story at the summit of this woman in my mind, this 40 year old woman, when I was 20 something years old, early twenties, and this beautiful, I think I mentioned it, this beautiful woman with the blonde hair that had a Mercedes convertible for the summer <laughs> and a Jeep for the winter. And she had this, and I'm like, one day I'm going gold. to be that said woman. That is gold. <laughs> I did it. I have the convertible. I got, like, I was like, I'm going to be that woman. And, and I even met, I think I even mentioned this there. You have to make sure we always thank those women. Like, and just like you did, like we have to thank those women. We have to write them letters. We have to speak their names. We have to tell others because those women changed our lives yes. and we're affecting other women's lives now. And, and to keep that. So I love that you want that to be your future, you know, give back. I could not desire to be anything more. I'm talking here, Laura, and I want to mention this here real quick. Uh, Cindy, I was talking about, uh, started with mobile homes. Okay. okay. Moved her family state to state for like personal reasons or whatever, and figured out mortgages by the handbook by herself. Wow. Today, when I have an encompass issue, I will ring the alarm bell. Wow. Better believe that. So I'm like, I have a software issue. What is going <laughs> on? Call the police, call the firefighters. And these women literally didn't have the CRM systems we have today, don't have the no. flawless backup uh, end 
yeah. technology, software, everything that we use, right? Everything yeah. that we stay, try to stay on top with, try to stay on top of the market, do our research. They didn't have any of these end systems, okay? And they managed to bring flawless experience without drip campaign email, yeah. without all these yeah. things that we have at our disposal. Like, it is so crazy. Every time has their own challenges, but I'm talking like these women took a, took a, a lending manual yeah and did it okay and they still had the grace the time the love the divinity in them to bring others along with them even years later so you are That's beautiful <laughs> yeah you are just as good as the people you surround yourself with so big shout exactly. out exactly and like i said it is uh it is an honor to to follow these women and uh i really just think that we're following our purpose with doing something good for our own development. And that's really what mortgage brings. Like you can, you can highly develop yourself, your skills, your tactics, everything while you are doing good out there. Agree. So that is like a career that is like kind of unmatched for me. Okay. Agree. So, yeah. I love it. Well, Sema, you've given us so many wonderful nuggets. We love you. We thank you so much for sharing everything that you just did because it, it really does touch me and means a lot to all of us. So you keep shining brightly out there, my friend, and helping all those families. And we wish you well, always. Thank you so much, Laura, for having me. It was so fun talking to you.